0: I think as you get older you realize that you don't need your friends, right?
1: But Damn, that sounds harsh.
0: Well, that's not what <laughs> I meant. Like you don't need them to you know, to help you survive or to validate you because you already have all that. But you love to have their company.
1: They enhance your life. They
0: enhance your life.
1: Versus you being dependent on it.
0: Yeah, on their validation or anything. From so others. that's yeah, self-love,
1: so you, baby. You,
0: Welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. My name is Linda, and my co-host will. Hello,
1: hello. <laughs> what are it's we? Sunday. I'm hyper.
0: Sunday. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. We're not even to Sunday yet. You're off.
1: Oh, this coffee. I drank too much coffee this morning. No, it's
0: a long week. It's been a long week. <laughs> it's worth it. What do we have cooking on the background?
1: Ooh, you guys can't smell it, but there's a giant pot of oxtail pho Yeah. Yeah, so good.
0: We actually have friends over later today.
1: I know. Look how hard we're working. I know. Even with the hangout tonight, we're we're still recording.
0: A podcast, yeah. yeah.
1: For you guys. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're making oxtail pho and some salmon spring rolls.
1: Ooh, yum. Yeah.
0: My friends are so lucky to have me. <laughs> it's a blessing.
1: Dude, it takes a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work. I... If they're
1: listening, you, you guys better appreciate this. You guys
0: better like our, <laughs> our video and subscribe to us. Yes, Just friends. Just bribe them with food. Yes, friends, we're talking to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of work.
0: Uh, yeah, I actually um, went to the grocery store and started cooking after work. And we had the, the pot on until about, what, 1 one a.m.? I don't know, I knocked out. Well, because we up. Came, came,
1: came home pretty late, both of us from work, so... Yeah. And the pho needs to cook for what at least like six hours or something.
0: Yeah, like like a low simmer.
1: Yeah, so we were able to cook it for maybe like three hours last night, and that's why we
0: we're gonna finish reconvened. off this today.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you got a lot of the fat out too. I did. That's the nice thing about those soups, though. Like yeah. when you when you make it, all the fat comes out, and you can just skim it.
0: Yeah, you don't feel less guilty anymore.
1: Right, because oxtail is pretty fatty. It's
0: super fatty. <laughs>
1: so anyways
0: so that's a a fitting topic for today right friendships in our 30s versus our 20s and teens yeah yeah
1: it's a good topic it is it's a tough one
0: it is it changes a lot over time
1: you know as you get older you get wiser hopefully more (laughs) mature i don't know do we (laughs) doesn't feel like it sometimes
0: no i i don't feel mature
1: yeah but it is interesting to see how um Relationships evolve and friendships evolve.
0: Yeah, from time.
1: like when you're, you know, in middle school or high school to where we are today in our early thirties.
0: Well, you're mid thirties.
1: No, 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 no. I'm technically <laughs> still in my early thirties.
0: In a couple months. Yeah, a couple round, months. Let can...
1: me enjoy these next couple of months, Dan. We'll
0: round you up to your, <laughs> what mid thirties going oh, to 40s
1: Mid thirties is thirty eight, right? No. Oh. I, can we extend that upwards no
0: no if you're 38 you're i'm 34 right if now so. the roundup is for
1: friends <laughs> let's round down <laughs> anyways well so how what, what about friendship how has it evolved compared to where we are today because it, it definitely changes um i think when you're younger you're you haven't like developed that self confidence, you don't know who you are yet, and we're all kind of focused on just being popular, or at least some of us yeah. want that. Like it's normal. You want to be accepted. That's right.
0: Yeah. I feel like in our teens, um, you know, like high school, middle school, you want a lot like
1: a lot a of big, friends or a
0: big group of friends. I don't is know. Is
1: that what you wanted? Yeah. Oh, damn
0: because that was well i mean the school we went to yeah. right the more popular you are the less likely you are to get bullied
1: <laughs> so it was a survival move that's what it kind was kind
0: of but i feel like that's that's still true for today it's hard cuz kids are mean
1: yeah damn it
0: yeah damn kids and- you know, you don't want to be labeled as the the quote unquote loner, which is nothing wrong with that, right? Time to yourself is super valuable. Yeah. It, but in high school, I just felt like I I had to try to be popular and, mm-hmm. to and, fit in. Yeah, to fit in. To
1: fit in. I think yeah. it's so weird because now that I'm in my mid, almost mid, well, almost mid thirties, <laughs> um, I can't even put myself back into like when I was you know, 16 years old, 17 years old, like, I'm trying to think about, oh, how did I feel at that time? I guess I remember a little bit about it in terms of just like, wanting to be accepted, you just didn't want to be the outcast, you know? Yeah. And so... At that point, too, where you're you're freaking teenager, you know? There's, like, hormones and all this stuff going on.
0: You're insecure about yourself. And
1: that's what was important at that time, right? Yeah, like, in high school. you're looking
0: for external validation. And mm-hmm. like it's all you wanted was to feel accepted. Yeah. Right? And
1: that puts a lot of pressure on kids.
0: It does. It really does. And I, I feel like it's harder now, too, with um, social media. Because back then... You know, in our teens, if we got bullied at school, at least when you went home, it was still a safe mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. Right now, the bullying is cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. It takes it to next level. And
1: so you get bullied in school physically and it, then also afterwards when you go home. Yeah. Online too.
0: Online. Damn, there's and no that, safe place. And that could last, what, 24 hours? That's 24 hours. The of winter bullying. kids
1: get so screwed up, you know? Yeah. Like, at least, like you said, for us, you could go home and, like, oh, you have a safe spot. You're yeah, away from you can from run,
0: the- try to run home from your bully, right? <laughs> yeah. Or t- try to time it or yeah. somehow.
1: <laughs> run, leave right after school, the bell rings.
0: Exactly. Or have your parents pick you up immediately um, mm-hmm. or meet you somewhere. Or, you know, you take the entrance they don't take, right? So you don't run into them. You can always escape, but now there is no escape.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was... Uh- high school Linda-like when it came to friendship. (laughs) Weren't you a cheerleader or in drill team? team?
0: Yeah. Well, I only did that because... um, I think... Well, I only did that for sure was because I knew that it's all about perception, right? So if I was in drill team, even though I didn't really get along with the the girls in the clique because they were pretty cliquey, at least... People thought I was popular or mm. there's an association with the popular the cool tra- kids. Yeah. So I got left alone.
1: So even though you were part of the group, you didn't feel like those friendships were real?
0: Of course not. <laughs> Definitely not. But, no I, lifelong but you know what though? But we went to school in East LA, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing I really cared about was me coming home safe.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit rough growing yeah. up there.
0: Yeah, so if I, I joined drill team.
1: So that was the reason you joined? Yeah. You didn't have any interest in it at all? Not really. Oh, so you just saw like, and oh, I, that I, looks, those, those look like a, that's what cool kids do?
0: Yeah, and it was counted as fitness class. I was not going to about to step into that locker room. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have survived that locker room.
1: So just because you were in that clique or that group, even though within the group, you didn't really even feel like you've had real friendships it was just like oh i'm the safety of the pack right yeah Being part of that group yeah. allowed you to focus on other stuff
0: because the outsiders they don't know
1: yeah right that's true
0: i mean i stayed safe for four mm-hmm. years no one picked on me
1: i think and and at that point you're like when you're in high school or middle school or whatever and you're in a, your teens you don't have you haven't developed that self-confidence that self-worth you don't even know who you are yet yeah, right you so you just want to be part of something, yeah, and feel like you're accepted and loved,
0: even though it's a perception. it's
1: superficial. It's
0: superficial. Mm-hmm. But I guess at that moment, I would rather take something over nothing,
1: yeah, right, right. And I think as so as you get and you're willing to put up with more toxic people, people that gossip, people that are negative, um, just to fit in or be liked or not rock the boat, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like you just wanted younger.
0: to blend in. You didn't want to shine too much.
1: Yeah. So, but what happens over time is, as you get older, Mm -hmm. your level of tolerance for bullshit goes goes way down. Like nowadays, like we don't even like if somebody's that way, it's like, oh, I'm just not even gonna get involved. You know.
0: You know what? Because now I feel like we have a choice, whereas in high school and our or junior high and uh, elementary school, you had to go to school with them. That's true. Right, even in college, there was some still some freedom you can mm-hmm. you can leave whenever you choose to. You're not right. stuck with these people
1: for three years or four years in yeah. the same classes and... like
0: eight hours a day, yeah, and then you know during the the playground period, there's never a safe zone
1: mm-hmm.
0: um whereas now, if I don't like somebody, I can choose not to fit them into my my calendar or not mm-hmm. see them or ignore them, yeah. Yeah, it makes it a, a lot easier. And now you know your self-worth. Like, you don't have to put up with bullshit.
1: Yeah, and I think also in high school or, you know, when you're going before college and, yeah. like you said, that freedom part, um, there's a limited amount of people th- that are in that school. It's so small, right, in the mm-hmm. sense that, like, whoever is in your class, that's who you're going to be hanging out with or you're going to be part of. And if you get pigeonholed into you know, a all, certain click, a, certain, clique, a yeah. certain group, like the nerds, the jocks, the whatever, right? The popular kids, the not popular kids, uh, which sucks, but that's how it was. And you're stuck. Like, that's your identity now. yeah. And that's why it was like really cool where when you go to college, you're able to reinvent yourself. And so if you didn't like that identity that you had, or <laughs> that you got labeled with, yeah. you're able to change it later on. Yeah, because you were the quiet kid. I was super shy.
0: Super shy in high school,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: College redefined you.
1: Yeah, that gave me an opportunity to to expand and meet new people um, and be around other people yeah. and find the right group that clicked, Yeah, you know, instead of just being stuck. Or at least you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But like we were saying, at, with friendships when you're that young, it is definitely more of um, you think more on the line of like, oh, my value is higher when I have more friends, mm-hmm. right? Number of friends versus like, hey, if I have a handful of homies or close friends that are ride or die, yeah, right? That's a different story. But you don't think that way, like when you're that young. No. Or at least I didn't.
0: Definitely no. But now I realize that you really don't need that many um, good friends and they're really hard to find mm-hmm. so if you find people who share a common value and they're just good people hold on to them because they're so hard to find
1: so i think people use that term friendship or friends pretty loosely though too yeah. what do you say
0: yes definitely because
1: i think most people like oh i have this many friends or facebook friends or mm-hmm. you know followers or this or that they're not really like your friends friends yeah like you're you have like your really close group your uh people that are going to be there for you right no matter what i think it's more acquaintances a lot of people have a lot of acquaintances
0: yeah i think you know for a true friend is is someone if you're down if you have nothing will they still hang out with you will they take you in
1: and help you right when things turn bad or when there's the down times in life
0: the ups and downs. Are they like, there? They'll enjoy the good times with you, but then they'll... Because some people run. Yeah. <laughs> will they be there to help you yeah. during the hard times? to get Because, you know, it's life. You'll have, you know, your highs and your lows, right? Will they stick by you for all mm-hmm. of it?
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. And it is hard to find people like that that it's will really be diff- uh, there to support you, to, um, you know, just be... A friend, right? Mm-hmm. When you need that help. Yeah. Will they be there? Versus people that, like, they could be an acquaintance and you have a great time hanging out with them, partying with them, or just grabbing dinner, beer, you know? But that's a little bit more superficial level. You know, there's really not a whole lot of depth, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you can't, there's some people that also, you you can't really talk about life with them they get very uncomfortable they're more down to talk about like tv shows or um you know just partying or random things that are very superficial and not really real life shit yeah you know? it's
0: true and you have some friends you know when you tell them about your new adventures or how you're trying to um grow, def- grow and develop yourself. you know you know <laughs> you know in the back of their mind, they're rooting for you to fail. To fail. Yeah, they don't want you. But to they put sexy. on a smile. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You,
0: you know some of those people. Frenemies. Frenemies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frenemies, and yeah, that's true. You you encounter a lot of that, and you you meet more and more people like that throughout your life. Yeah. And in the past, I think people you're more likely like, oh, what's wrong with me? Or like, you know, you you can't sense that bullshit, right? Yeah. But as you get older, your bullshit detector goes way up.
0: Yeah, and. And I just don't feel as bad cutting people out of my life now.
1: Yeah, the that's very true. I,
0: it's, it's still hard because, you know, you still try to justify their goods. But sometimes it's just, you know, they're the reason that one of the reasons that you're holding yourself back to. You feel like you can't, you know, completely shine when you're with them or mm. you're trying to. Everyone is always trying to be better. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't be better with people that are holding you back.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Right.
1: It's easy. Like, I mean, logically, it makes sense. But then when you're in a situation, like, let's say you've known somebody for 10 years, mm-hmm. that's a long time.
0: That's a long time. Yeah.
1: But for whatever reason, they're always that negative person or toxic pers- person. And like you said, like, oh, they're not, they pretend to be happy for you when you're, Trying new things or doing new things or trying to improve on yourself, mm. but they always find a way to try to like party poop, right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that—that's what might be a good way to put it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm working on this project or this and I'm starting this business and it's like, oh, but da da da, da try to bring you down, you know? Like, or there's some snarky, yeah, like negative remark.
0: They're like a, a crab in a bucket. Yeah. Right? The crab that's trying to climb out of that bucket, all the, the, the little other crabs are holding it back.
1: Like so where you, gotta, you think you're going, pull yeah, them down.
0: Pulling them down, back to back, back here, to the bucket. Be part of the herd. Yeah. That's <laughs> how you don't have to put a lid on a bucket of crabs. Mm. What? Yeah. Dropping knowledge. Yeah. So.
1: So it is hard, though. I mean, it is. Um, you and I have both had people like that in the past, yeah. where we probably let them in our lives for a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, we should have cut the ties a while ago. Yeah. Right. Sooner. Sooner. Because, like you said, it starts impacting your life. Their toxicity, their negativity. Right. They're not real friends. But why do we allow them to continue to be a part of our life? Why yeah. do you think that is? Because like when, when you're younger, I think part of it is just because of you haven't developed your own self-worth mm-hmm. you're, and have confidence enough to say, I don't need these people and I can go find the right people.
0: But you know, change is also scary. Yeah, like change a friendship you feel like, guilty don't you yeah or starting over and it's scary
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: I I think um, as human beings we like to feel comfort and we kind of like to you know be surrounded by things and stuff that are familiar yeah right so um, sometimes you just have to learn that it's okay to outgrow your friends and you can pick and choose
1: it happens yeah
0: it happens it's naturally, natural naturally yeah you, your interest starts changing. Your um, life circumstances starts
1: changing. Your goals. Yeah, your or
0: demographically, people start moving.
1: Economics, yeah. social status, and all that.
0: All that, and you have to pick and choose who you want in your life because I feel like in my 30s, um, I'm starting to recognize how valuable time is, right? We don't have an unlimited time, so why do we have to deal with People we don't enjoy talking Mm. or hanging out with. I would rather put that energy towards the friends that I love hanging out with, that I have a blast hanging out with, that supports me, right? And wants me to shine versus someone just bringing me down. I just wasted like, what, a couple of hours with them? Why? I could give that to my friends, my parents, you, right?
1: Yes, more please. (laughs) That's true. More selective yeah. with um, who you hang out yeah. with, who you invest your time with. Yeah. Because we do have a limited amount. And as you get older, you get busier, right? People go through different stages of life. And I think with friendships, what tends to happen, and it's natural, right? People start getting busier and relationships and friendships kind of fall by the wayside. Which, again, I'm not getting mad at people for that. Like, you know, as people get married, you're not going to have as much time, right, to spend. You can't, like, go out late at night every (laughs) night with your boys. And, you know, (laughs) it's going to hurt the relationship with your wife or your spouse. Yeah.
0: Or if they have kids.
1: Or if they have kids, especially if they have kids. It's hard. I think because sometimes people get mad, right, like at their friend. Like, oh, well, you know, we don't... Doesn't
0: want to hang out. Yeah, doesn't want to
1: hang out. You're... You've changed, man. Yeah, no shit, right? I would
0: hope you've changed through the years. I would hope my friends uh, are growing and leveling up through the years. (laughs) I don't expect them to stay the same. I don't expect to be able to call them out every night and go have a drink. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. And that's okay.
1: It's just different. And I think people have a hard time accepting that, right? And they like, sometimes people get mad at. At those life events. Yeah. And like we were saying, um, they feel like like the single friend, maybe they want things to be like it was before. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. But then they have to understand, hey, this other person, they've got a baby now, or they've, you know, they've got a spouse that they want to spend time together as well. And so being understanding of that and then maybe adapting to those changes. Yeah. So
0: but see, the beauty of life is that there are so many people in this world, and you know, with technology nowadays, we can make virtual friends,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even right? People that you can are like people online, yeah, and then meet them in people. person. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I started doing that uh this year, joining like minded groups, and you know, every Friday we have a like a little meeting Get together, yeah, yeah it's cool. and you know, people. Will, I would have never met right from my workplace or um, just places I normally go to. I would have never met these people, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad I did they're very encouraging and supportive. And we have similar, you know, goals of where we want what we want out of life. So that is another way to start meeting f- new friends, right. when You start to out. Roll your old ones. It's very comforting to know that you can easily make new friends as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that takes effort.
0: It really, yeah,
1: it, it takes does. effort, and it takes you being willing to um, put yourself out there. Yeah, because um, it's never a matter of like time, right? Like in terms of like, oh, I don't have time to go look for. New, to meet new people or I don't have time to work on my existing relationships. It's just how you manage that time and how important is it, right? From a priority standpoint.
0: Yeah. And I think it's always, imp- it's very important to always have like a good support group sure. or system.
1: Everybody needs that.
0: Yeah. So you can't really operate life successfully being a lone
1: wolf. Yeah. We all need help. We- Nobody gets to where we are success or fulfillment without people there to support them along the way yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah like you you actively went out to look for people that have similar goals and are like-minded in terms of what they want um or you know you put in the work to find that because it doesn't just happen naturally you know if you're not happy with your social circle or um maybe the people that are in your life are mostly negative or toxic or whatever it is, right? And you want that to change. You can't just keep doing the same thing. Um, you know, what if your coworkers are toxic or what if your family members are toxic? I mean, family sometimes is a little you, bit more challenging. That's a little tricky. <laughs> you
0: can't pick and choose your family. You
1: can, not but you can distance yourself a little bit Yeah. Um, if they're really, you know, impacting your life in a negative way. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, if you don't make a change or an effort to break from that normal pattern that you have, people don't just randomly appear, right? If you're doing the same thing, going to the same places, you have to be willing to step out of that comfort zone in order to give yourself a chance to meet new people, to attract the right people into your life.
0: Yeah. I think for me, I was very lucky because, um, Mm -hmm. You know, I found some really good friends in, in grad school, and we're actually celebrating our 10 years of friendship this year. Damn. I know, that's right?
1: Cool.
0: I know. But um,
1: a whole decade.
0: A whole decade together. We sat together for four years. <laughs> <laughs> and we worked together too. Yeah. Um, but that's not the point. The point was so after graduating from school, I started working. Um, I kind of started, I don't know, building this shell. I stopped meeting new people. You know, the only people I met were people at work. And
1: that's just chance, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: And we didn't necessarily, yeah, I've made some really good friends at work, right? But um, we didn't always have the same common interests because I started uh, looking into building a business. Um, an online business to be mm-hmm. exact, right? Um, uh, and you know it's it's hard to talk to, some, you know, it's just not a topic where my, it's like a lot of my friends were interested
1: in. Most people don't, yeah, get it right unless yeah. you're in that path yeah, yourself.
0: Because you know, I wanted to build or rebrand myself, um, and do some personal development, and you know, that's not something that. A lot of people are interested in, so that's, and that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. I started feeling lonely, mm-hmm. right? Because I I couldn't express that or or you know talk about it openly. You know, right. the only person I was able to share my journey with was you, mm-hmm. right? Because most people didn't understand, and it it started getting really lonely, and that lasted for about like a couple of years. When um when I was like sitting around moping, I'm like, what are you doing? go look for somebody. right? Yeah. I kind of had to snap myself out of that bubble and started doing some searching and now I'm so glad I did it because I have met people with common interests and a common goal.
1: Right. And I'm not, I, I hear what you're saying and it's not like friendship isn't doesn't mean like y- your friends have to love everything, the same exact things that you do mm-hmm. or do the same things, right? But in your case it's like you have that core group of friends and those Don't get your- me
0: wrong, they're very successful people.
1: Absolutely. Right? And you you know, they provide a lot of support in every aspect of life, but at the same time when it comes to something like business or entrepreneurship, like cuz I'm a business owner, I have my own business and I think you having gone through that journey, it's more relatable. We understand like what it how it feels. Yeah. You know, when you're on that path. So it's hard to, for other people that aren't in that, you know, type of, uh, environment mm-hmm. to understand how you're feeling like they want to support you they want to be there but then it's really difficult because they don't understand they've the, never been through it
0: yeah it's a it's a, it's very emotional it's very up and down At yeah. right? one moment you're at a high next moment your business is plunging mm-hmm.
1: yeah and that's the thing right so you it doesn't mean you only have to be stuck with one group of people they can provide yeah. a certain level of support for other parts of your life and then you know from a, a business standpoint you have another group of of like-minded people that are doing the same thing or on the same path that you are. Yeah. And it helps.
0: It's very a helpful. Lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mastermind groups and, you know, just uh, networking groups that are on the same path as you.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's huge. your ne- I've been happier this year because of it and I think it shows
1: cuz you can express your yeah. frustrations and they get it like they get oh yeah me too <laughs> I went through that too or you know <laughs> or I'm going through that
0: you go through phases where you don't want to do anything you want to be a little vegetable right yeah. and they understand that too and it's so it's very encouraging and then you know they root you on to snap out of it right and then take baby steps cuz they get it or when your business is doing bad you know, you have someone to share your frustration and kind of take that that edge off. Sure. Right. And then when your business is doing well, you have the same group um, to kind of cheer you on. You know. Yeah. And and then it's like, and then when you hear you know other entrepreneurs doing well in your group, you're like, oh yeah, it pumps you up because mm-hmm. you want to be like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's been really, really, really helpful.
1: Yeah. And what's cool is that when you have the the right people in your life, the right group of friends, mm-hmm. like your core group, um, it doesn't matter what you're doing in life. They're always going to cheer you on and support you yeah. and be there if you need that help or whatever it is, right? Even if they don't necessarily understand all the details about your other ventures, that's okay. Emotionally, they're there for you. Yeah. Which is what's really important. That's
0: really important.
1: And that's hard to find. So when you find those people, you got to <laughs> hang on Hold to on them. Hold on to them. And that's <laughs> the thing, right? You got to nurture those relationships. You know, yeah. like I'm pretty lucky too in the sense that um, I have a couple of friends that I would say are homies for life, you know. and You
0: guys have been friends for over We've what, been
1: together. 20,
0: 30 years? <laughs> 20. Oh, some Geez, not 30? that
1: long. Yeah. But yeah, like since middle school.
0: Oh, middle. So 20 years. So
1: like 20 years. Just two decades. Just two two times more yeah but yeah no it's cool um and that i realize as i get older how much hard how hard it is to find those people where you have chemistry where you've been through things together and just your values align you know it's not just is it fun hanging out with this person i mean yes that has to be there you better enjoy yeah. hanging to out and spending time yeah with that person but um are their values aligned with you? Are they good people? Like, that's what I look for in friendships. Loyalty is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, are they just good people, not malicious? They're kind to other people. And I think you can tell a lot by how people treat other people. others. Yeah, just because they're nice actions.
0: to you, and but if they're not nice to other people, that kind of sparks something, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It says more, right? Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. it's easy to overlook it. It's like, oh, well, they're nice to me, but then they're like an a-hole to somebody else. Like, that's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, that's like a pet peeve of mine. If, if someone's like not kind to other people or like especially how people treat servers or um, people in customer service or things like that, like people that are quote unquote beneath them. Like, they view it like that, and then it's so rude, you know? Yeah, I can't
0: stand people like that either.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that kind of upsets me. So, like, when I see people like that, and it's usually, like, them doing something or saying something, uh, because they can put on a mask and be like, oh, like, the nice guy or nice Mm -hmm. girl, but then you see how they behave, that's when you see the real truth, you know, like, who they really are. Yeah, yeah. So. Didn't
0: you uh, leave a date because the, the the girl you were?
1: Oh yeah, back in college. Yeah, she was I dated, snapping
0: her finger. <laughs> yeah, I
1: dated this chick where we went on a first date and we went to a restaurant and uh, as soon as we sat down, like you know, there wasn't a server that came by right away, but this chick was like, she <laughs> got up and was like snapping her finger, like, "Hey, hey, come here!" Like, that I was is like, so "What the hell is yeah. going on?" Oh my and she goodness. was like, when they when the server came, it's like, oh, yes, you know, sorry, like, we were, we're just kind of busy. And it's like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, that's fine. You know, it's, we're not it in happens. a rush or anything. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I understand. But the girl is like, well, you guys did this, you know, you need to do a better job. And I'm here like you, you see customers. I mean, I get why she's upset. But at the same time, it's how she handled it.
0: yeah. That's terrible. So,
1: yeah, just snapping her fingers, like, dude, this person's not your slave. Like, yeah. you know. And was, I mean, I'm
0: pretty sure they, they want to serve you well too. Of course. Right. But sometimes it's it's they just count short staff or you know, things happen.
1: Yeah. So, so just the play, way yeah. I didn't like the way she was talking to that person. Like I said, talking down to him just because he's a server. Right. And you're the customer. Yeah. And so I just pretty much was like, oh, I got to use the restroom. Like we didn't even order food yet. And I just bounced. I'm like, I, that was kind of messed up <laughs> of me though, too. Yeah. I ghosted her before ghosting was a thing. <laughs> I was like, dude, date is over. Forget yeah. this.
0: Yeah. I think I would have done the same.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like if we had ordered something, then I would have just paid before I left. But we, thankfully, we didn't order yet. I was like, oh, I got to use the restroom real quick. I feel sick.
0: Oh. <laughs> so. I don't blame you.
1: Uh, but friendship maturing over time, I think that's what happens too. Your friendships become more mature. And I think you're also at an age where you're more clear about what you want from a friendship. And you're more clear on who you are and what you need in terms of emotional connection, right? Things yeah. like that. And so you're able to cut people out that don't belong in that criteria or whatever it is um and you're more more focused on depth versus superficial stuff
0: yeah i think as you get older you realize that you don't need your friends right but
1: damn that sounds harsh
0: well that's not what (laughs) i meant like you don't need them to you know to help you survive or to validate you because you already have all that but you love to have their
1: company. They enhance your life. They
0: enhance your life
1: versus you being dependent on it.
0: Yeah, on their validation or anything from so others. That's, yeah, so self love, baby. Yeah, so you come from a, a different standpoint, mm-hmm. right? A position you gotta love of, yourself first. Yeah. yeah. So, because now you know yourself already,
1: and that comes with time, experience, it does. age comes with
0: life experience life
1: experiences really like when you fall on on your ass (laughs) and then that's when you learn it's like oh this is what i gotta do next time
0: yeah and because you get burned you get burned by people
1: by people people disappoint you and then you hopefully learn from that so that the next time you meet somebody that seems cool or this or that and uh on the surface but then you know you're you're able to filter them out a lot faster Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that you know as you grow in your life that you just cut out people that you've known for a long time i think you have to
0: not you have to appreciate them
1: even more so right yeah because they've
0: stood by you
1: been through the ups and downs
0: yeah from when you probably had nothing
1: so how do you do that though you know like we have some really good friends now that are um entering a new stage of life Mm -hmm. like having kids right or getting married and the amount of time that we're able to spend with them for sure has gone down yeah so how does how do people continue to nurture those important relationships especially that knowing that good people or people that fit right in your tight circle are hard very hard to find and and uh how do you how do you do it? How do you spend that time with them? I
0: think um, you always have to make an effort, right? Um, and second of all, I think we've talked about it in the past um, is to calendar everything, calendar your next hangout, be more organized.
1: It sounds so business like, though. <laughs>
0: but it, everything. But is that's what's like, necessary. Ev- yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I think another another thing is incorporation of what do you um, mean? like incorporate maybe their their significant others into the hangouts and activities incorporate their kids as well mm. into you know your activities and hangouts right? right make it kid friendly yeah um spouse others make their significant others feel welcome to right. your group don't exclude them
1: That's so true right That can definitely happen I mean we
0: took you in
1: Damn what the <laughs> heck
0: Do we not
1: yeah, but I'm, like, amazing.
0: <laughs> That's what you keep telling yourself. That's
1: what I got to keep telling myself, you know, because someone beats up my self-esteem every day.
0: <laughs> oh, but I'm so funny. Mm. <laughs> what? I got to laugh at my own
1: jokes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you make a good point about... Um, so maybe instead of just going out, getting wasted at the bar or the club like you did in your 20s or yeah. early teens. It's like now it's how do we do more family friendly events? You yeah. kind of have to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you really care about that person and and maintaining that relationship, you work around it. You don't just say, "Oh, well now that they're married, we're not, you know, I'm not going to hang out with them anymore or now that they have kids." Yeah. You know, you find a way to make it work if again, it's important enough to you. Yeah. Cause I think the tendency for a lot of people and, um, is, and sometimes I feel like guilty of that too, where it's like, Oh, they're so busy. There's no time to hang out. I just, uh, I'm just accepting it as this is normal. This is life, right? Like, cause I I used to hear people say it all the time. Once you get married, you know, there's no more time to hang out with friends. Your life is like not over, but (laughs) you know, like when you have kids, there's, you can't hang out with your homies anymore or this or that. Yeah. Which is not true.
0: It's not true. You I just
1: have to prioritize and make it happen.
0: I think we've hung out with our friends more this year and last year than any other years.
1: Right. And right. and to be fair, you can't expect to take all their time. No. And you're certainly not going to. Yeah, you're not going to have. You're not for sure. I do agree with that. You're not going to spend as much time with them. But when you. When you cherish that relationship, you will find time.
0: And they would; they're going to make an effort too. Exactly, if you make an effort, they would make an effort as well. Exactly. And if they don't, then you know, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, because you want to respect their time and uh, you know understand that they're busy as well. But then it's okay, uh, even if you're meeting like once or twice, I don't know, uh, a year. Is that too little?
0: That's too little. That's too little. Maybe a couple of times a year is what I mean. four to five.
1: I was just trying to say that even if it's once a year, if let's say for whatever reason, that's like your friend lives in a different state and you guys were childhood friends, um, it doesn't prevent you from being able to stay connected, texting each other, right?
0: FaceTime.
1: FaceTiming or whatever it might be. Give them a phone call. Something to kind of stay in their lives, right? Stay stay there. But also... um, making that effort as you said right to be top of mind and to try to um be part of their lives mm-hmm. making that conscious effort yeah cuz otherwise that tight friendship will drift apart if you don't nourish it if you don't make that effort
0: yeah that's like it's natural. Every, yeah that's, that's like with everything
1: romantic relationship family friends yeah you have to be willing to put in the time and the the effort
0: yeah put it on the calendar yeah make appointments with them
1: because I like I like I think people just accept that oh that's how it is yeah no
0: you don't have Why? to accept things
1: yeah just because that's a societal quote unquote norm yeah we can change it you can change it yeah so anything else anything else you think that somebody could do what if somebody's going through that transition right now because i think it's a shock too it's a little bit hard especially let's say if you have a certain type of friendship in your teens and your 20s and you're you're able to spend so much time with each other you're out you know hanging out every weekend or every week and then it goes from that to Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna see my friend for a couple months out of the year
0: yeah but like i said right you could always make new friends meet new people
1: Expand your circle. Expand you mean. Your not circle. replace. Yeah,
0: not replace. I would never replace my friends. <laughs> I love them.
1: Unless they're toxic.
0: Yeah, unless they're toxic. But then they wouldn't I wouldn't classify the them as a friend. Yeah, would I?
1: Acquaintance. Acquaintance. Friend of me.
0: Yeah, and just push yourself out of your comfort zone because I feel like you would meet a lot of you will meet a lot of people where you normally wouldn't have met. Um.
1: I think you have to have the courage to put yourself out there, to be vulnerable, and to actively go looking if that's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to expand your circle or bring in new people, you can't just complain about it and be like, yeah. oh, it's so hard to make friends in my 20s and 30, or my 30s. And it's so busy. I'm too busy. That's the excuse you're telling yourself.
0: Yeah. But then yet, yet you have time to watch Netflix. five five hours of Netflix.
1: <laughs> Terrace House. <laughs> Damn, that show is so good. I'm addicted to it.
0: <laughs> or playing games.
1: Or playing games. Video games. Hey, I've been really good about that. But but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. That's the thing, right? People say, oh, I don't have time. And then, boom, somehow you find time for video games, Netflix, uh, partying, all this other stuff. Okay. I think it's just, it sounds it's an easy excuse, right? Yeah. Like oh I, I I'm too busy. I'm too I don't busy. have time. Yeah. And then before you know it, those friendships fade and that sucks. What a shame. Yeah. Cuz I think about it too. It's like how long you know somebody, it's not everything in the friendship of course, right? Cuz there's some people you meet
0: yeah, instant connection instant
1: chemistry yeah. connection you you hit it off, right? And then there's some people that you know for uh you know, 5 years, 10 years and it's not as close, right? Mm-hmm. You still don't really feel like you know those people. Um, but my point is just making sure that the relationships that you do value, you have to make sure you spend that time and you find a way to make it work. Yeah. Don't just use the excuse of I'm too busy or there's too much going on, whatever it is.
0: Because if you want something badly enough, you, you will can make it work. Yeah. You will make the time for it.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think that's all we have for today's episode. Yeah. Any last thoughts or words or anything?
0: No, we have a question for you guys. Let us know. How do you manage your friendship? How do you make new friends? Help us out. Give us tips.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our channel, to the Magnetic Mismatch Show.
1: And uh, download our podcast. Please. Um, (laughs) I sound so needy. I'm like,
0: "Please." please. Ew, needy is so creepy. Needy
1: is creepy. So download the podcast. Now. Now. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.